Praise the Lord. This is Elder Newsom with the Faith in God Internet TV. God bless you this afternoon. We uh, thank the Lord that he's allowed us another opportunity to come on the broadcast uh, and share a word of hope uh, with all believers. And so we want to uh, go uh, before the throne of grace and uh, acknowledge the Lord before we get started. Uh, but uh, first line of business is we want to definitely acknowledge the spirit of Christ. We want to acknowledge God who's ahead of our life. We want to honor our honorable pastor, um, Bishop Dr. Ellis Murchison Sr. of the Pentecostal Power Church here in uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and also our first lady, Lady Paulette, and to my own lovely wife, Missionary Janice Newson, and uh, to all the people of God uh, that are out there. We want to say God bless you. And we just are grateful to the Lord. We want to honor our presiding bishop, our assistant presiding bishop, uh, and uh, all of those that are in the body of Christ today. We thank God for you. Um, before we get started, I uh, want to get prayer requests. Um, there are some special requests. Continue to pray uh, for the Newsom family. Pray for uh, my sister, Luvenia, uh, and a special prayer for my niece. Her name is Naisha. Uh, please call our name out in prayer. So we desire the prayers of the saints um, to pray for her. And I just uh, not sure what's um, actually going on yet. So hopefully uh, my sister will call us back later to uh, give us a status update. I know she uh, actually had to be uh, admitted to the hospital. So saints, we are desiring that you would pray uh, and, and many others that are, are sick among us that we don't know of. Uh, Saints, let us pray. Uh, there were some other uh, contacts that reached me uh, requesting prayer. Let us continue to pray for Brother Glenn uh, Griggs, uh, Evangelist Anderson, uh, brother. Let us pray for him. Uh, I believe is COVID related. Uh, and uh, Saints, let us pray uh, that God will just continue to, you know, uh, lay his hands and let his hands of mercy abide upon those that we're yet praying for, including ourselves. And so uh, let us pray, saints. Uh, let us pray for those that are tearing on the altar for the Holy Ghost, that God will save them and fill them uh, with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost because we need the Holy Spirit uh, to continue to uh, make this journey. And so uh, let us pray that God will uh, definitely uh, bless the people of God at large uh, we want to go before his throne that he may direct us, uh, pray for our mothers, uh, pray for those that are traveling to the general uh, national convention, uh, that everything will go as God would have it and that we would uh, definitely use precaution and awareness and be safe as much as possible. And I would just admonish the saints, wear your mask. You know, if you're going to be out and you're going to be having a good time, you're going to be talking to folk that you uh, don't talk with uh, regularly and, uh, I don't know what you got. You don't know what I got. Just wear your mask, the saints. And we're going to pray uh, that the hand of God will be upon us and he will protect us. Okay. So let us do that as we get ready to go before his throne, before we get into this lesson. Uh, let us pray. Precious Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before thee, O God. We thank you, Lord, for your manifold blessing today. We thank you, Lord, for your Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for, O God, your mercy yet abiding with us today. And Lord, we thank you, hallelujah, for waking us up to see another day that we never seen before. And we thank you, Lord, for allowing us to rejoice and be glad in it. And Father, we pray today, Lord, for those, oh God, that we're, oh God, honoring, oh God, the petition, oh God, of those that asked us to pray for them, Lord. We honor their petition. We ask that you would honor our petition and our request on their behalf, that you would touch in the name of Jesus and you would grant them healing. You would minister to those that are in the hospital. Look on my niece, Naisha. Look on, oh God, uh, brother Glenn uh, Griggs. Touch him right now. And all of those that have COVID and families that are affected with COVID, in the name of Jesus, Father, bless us, Lord, oh God, to get down through here. And Lord, let your hand of protection be upon thy people. And even those that we're yet praying for, Lord, bring them out, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Bring them out with their lives and with, Oh God, health and with strength to recover. And Father, we thank you. We've ever given you praise. And it is so 
and it shall be done in the name of Jesus. By faith, we decree and declare it. And Father, we thank you for it. And oh God, we believe you in Jesus' name. Thank God. Amen. Amen. So we're believing the Lord uh, for what we're praying for. And uh, we're going to get an update status on my niece later uh, after probably after this broadcast. And so saints pray for my niece, Naisha and uh, Glenn uh, Griggs and uh, many others. If you have a request, prayer request, you still can submit it. We are honored on Friday. Uh, well, we're honored today because we pray several times a day, but we want to make sure that you get your request in that we might pray. You can text it to us. You can email it. You can even send it through the broadcast on social media and we will make sure at the prayer time we would acknowledge uh, those requests and we'll put them before the Lord. Okay. And uh, we'll just be praying for one another. All right. So let us get into our broadcast today. We want to talk about never defeated part four. This is our final series of this particular broadcast. Uh, and I'm just um, really excited. I didn't really get a chance to, uh, I had to break it into two pieces. If you notice on uh, this week, if you notice, I had to break it into two pieces and uh, we were teaching on last night uh, on the PPC Milwaukee channel, uh, Light and Darkness. And I wanted to say uh, I kind of misquoted, um, well, misstated a word. I didn't put the D at the end. And I wanted to say to the people of God that was listening uh, to the broadcast on last night, uh, I was using the word past tense. And I know it, you couldn't pick up the D because the mic was low. But I said, we served a wise enemy in past tense. Before we got saved, we served a wise enemy. And it came out as we serve a wise enemy. But I meant past tense. Before we got saved, we served a wise enemy. And so the Bible tells us God wouldn't have us to be ignorant concerning the devil devices. And so that's... Um, pertaining to the light and darkness topic we talked on last night, but I wanted to uh, make a, a good uh, effort and strive to uh, correct any misstatements um, that, that was made. But I think you all knew what I meant, but sometimes people may not. And so we want to be humble and, and obedient enough to uh, correct any misstatements that we may have made or mischaracterized. But we meant S-E-R-V-E-D. When we were uh, in our sins, before we came to God, before we uh, got saved, we served E.D., a wise enemy. And so, uh, as I said on last night, and we, we're just finishing up, uh, we can uh, see the enemy wants to sift the people of God. And so we struggle with things as a people of God. And so we're getting into the topic today with never defeating. We're going to start in the old Testament. We're going to start uh, in the book of Joshua. We're going to start in book number seven, chapter seven, chapter seven, uh, the seventh chapter of the book of Joshua. Okay. And we're going to talk about some things. We're going to do some reading. We're going to let you see that in us, we can be defeated. And I'm going to show you how we can be defeated. Uh, Cause sometimes we want to say we're victorious, but we're disobedient and we can't be victorious being disobedient to God. Neither can we walk in light being disobedient to God. Hmm? And so this is why we got to know that the spirit is subject to the prophet. And we can't just say, I'm going to go to heaven. No, no, anyhow, I don't care what nobody say. I'm going, I'm going to heaven. I'm going with Jesus. And I don't care what nobody say. Well, if you are as disobedient as two or, or as, as, as wrong as two left shoes, I want to uh, give you stark warning and notice that we're not going to heaven anyhow. Neither are we going to maintain victory. And this is what we're going to talk about with our Christian struggle. Christian struggle. We ain't talking about the world. I want to make sure we understand this class, uh, these four part series class. We're not talking about people that don't know God. We know they have a struggle. We had it when we was in the world, but we also have a different struggle in the church. And we want to make sure we let all believers know that you have victory over these struggles in Christ Jesus. Notice I said in Christ Jesus. Now, if you don't submit to God, hmm, 
The Bible says, submit yourself therefore unto God in James and resist the devil and he shall flee from you. The first thing is we have to be willing to submit to the will of God hmm? that we may be victorious and we may be overcomers and that we will never be defeated. All right. And so let me show you the mistake that uh, they made in the Old Testament and we still make these mistakes. All right. And I call them mistakes because I don't believe no believer does this on purpose. But I'm bringing it to our attention so we can be aware what to stay away from, what to avoid and how to avoid it. All right. Now we got to go to Joshua chapter seven. Stay with me. We're going to be brief today, but stay with me. We're going to talk about it. Let's go to Joshua chapter seven. But the children of Israel committed trespass. It says here, but the children of Israel committed trespass in the accursed thing. For Achan, the son of Carmi, the son of Zabdi, the son of Zerah, of the tribe of Judah, hmm? took of the accursed thing. And the anger of the Lord was kindled against the children of Israel. Hmm? And so we need to be careful, you know, that we're not running with people, you know, that have disobeyed God. That's number one. We got to be careful that we're not aligning ourselves and running with folk that, oh, that's disobedient or have disobeyed God while we're trying to maintain victory in Christ. Hmm? We got to make sure we separate ourselves because we don't separate ourselves. We can get ourselves messed up. All right. Look at this now. He took up the accursed thing. Hmm? And they told him not to mess with this stuff, but he took it anyway. Hmm? Let's see what he did in verse number two. And Joshua sent forth, uh, sent men from Jericho and Joshua sent men from Jericho to Ai. Ai was a little old bitty city, hmm? uh, which is besides Beth Haven on the east side of Bethel. So, all right. And spake unto them saying, go up and view the country. And the men went up and viewed Ai. They went up and scoped out hmm, how they was going to deal with Ai, right? This is the battle of Ai. And they returned to Joshua and said unto him, let not all the people go up. This is what happened. Hmm? This is what happened. Let not all the people go up, but let about two to 3,000 men go up and smite Ai. We can get in ourselves and think that we can do things on our own. This is a classic mistake that we can make as a believer, as believers, we can get in pride and say, oh, you know what? I don't need to pray today. Hmm? Oh, you know what? I can, I can skip church today. And I'm not advocating that, you know, because you miss a service or you miss a prayer that you're going to backslide. That's not what I'm advocating. But I want you to see how the enemy sifts and gets the upper hand and causes us to struggle with things that we wouldn't ordinarily struggle with if we just obey God. Hmm? But look at this now. He says, but let about two to 3,000 men go up and smite AI and make not all the people to labor thither, for there are but a few. Hmm? So some people get in their mind that, oh, it's, it's enough for them, you know, that's, that's going to be able to take care of what needs to be taken care of ministry. So I can, I can, I can sit back. That is far from uh, uh, what God is calling for the people of God to do. If we're all going to be victorious, we all got to be in, be partakers of this thing. Praise God. And so there's no need for you. Oh, Lord, have mercy. <laughs> 
there's no need for you to be in your easy chair when we need to be fighting a good fight of faith. Look at this, though. He says, let just a few of them go and fight this battle because it looked like to us we got more than enough to take care of the problem. Hmm? And this is what happens when we get self-reliant, when we get confident in us, when we get zealous and we get over, you know, I don't know. We get overfilled with pride. We begin to think instead of doing what God said. Praise God. Now take a look at this. So there went up thither of the people about 3,000 men and, and fled before them. Uh, I'm sorry. It says, and so there went up thither of the people about 3,000 men, and they fled before the men of Ai. And the men of Ai smote of them, uh, cherubim, and smote them in the going down, wherefore the hearts of the people melted and became as water. And Joshua rent his clothes hmm, and fell to the earth upon his face before the ark of the Lord until eventide. He and the elders of Israel and put dust upon their heads. And Joshua said, Alas, O Lord, wherefore hast thou at all brought this people over Jordan to deliver us into the hand of the Amorites to destroy us? Would to God we had been content and dwell on the other side of Jordan? We might as well stay on the other side if you weren't going to give us the victory, Lord. I'm paraphrasing. Oh, Lord, what shall I say when Israel turned their backs before their enemies? For the Canaanites and all the inhabitants of the land shall hear of it and shall environ around us and cut off our name from the earth. And what wilt thou do unto, uh, unto thy great name? Joshua was concerned about who he was representing. Lord, this, this, this is giving you a bad name. We be your people and we know that we're supposed to have victory. Why did we struggle with this such, with this small army, with this small city, with this small battle when we was eating up the inhabitants of the land? Lord, what, what's, what's happening now? What's wrong? This is where we are today. You know, victories and battles that people of God normally wouldn't struggle with. Now we're struggling with things. You know, we're struggling with dress. We're struggling with obedience. We're struggling with things that we ordinarily as a believer wouldn't struggle with. Why? Because we have disobeyed the voice of the Lord. Look at this now. And the Lord said unto Joshua, the Lord responds to him. And I believe in every Christian struggle, the Lord responds be, uh, to us before we get defeated. Hmm? Look at this. He tells him, get thee up. Wherefore thou liest. He says, thou dost upon thy face. Israel has sinned. And they have also transgressed my covenant, which I commanded them. For they have even taken of the accursed thing. And have also stolen and dissembled also. And have put it even among their own stuff. Mm. God, God revealed it. Light revealed what was done in the dark. Light revealed it. God revealed that they took of the accursed thing and they dissembled it. They divided it and they put it, you know, they hid it and buried it. Achan buried it. We're going to go a little bit far. Therefore, the children of Israel could not stand before their enemies, but turned their backs before their enemies because they were accursed. Neither will I be with you anymore, except you de destroy the accursed from among you. Hmm? You cannot get victory in you. Hmm? We only I promise victory according to how God prescribes for us to walk. Praise God. And he told them before they went into the battle what to do 
and what not to do. But look, somebody got in themselves and got wise and got their own idea and decided, you know, that I'm going to do what looks right to me. And we can do the same thing as believers because we struggle with this. Hmm? And look at this. He says, I will be with you. Neither will I be with you anymore, except ye destroy the accursed thing. uh, Destroy the accursed from among you. That's Joshua 7 and 12. I'm at Joshua chapter 7, verse number 12. Look at verse number 13. He says, up, sanctify the people and say, sanctify yourselves against tomorrow. For thus saith the Lord God of Israel, there is an accursed thing in the midst of thee, O Israel. Thou canst not stand before their enemies until ye take away the accursed thing from among you. You ain't going to get victory. You ain't. Oh, Lord, have mercy. You can't have victory. Oh, Lord. Being disobedient. Hmm. You got to get rid of the stuff. Hmm? And Christians now, believers now, they struggle with stuff. Hmm? Before we, uh, before the Lord blessed us, we were hungry. We was always at church. We was always praying, calling on God. And we was always doing things that were pleasing to the Lord because we were submissive to the will and the way of God. But now that God has blessed us with cars, more cars, houses, and more houses, and increase our stuff, I'm going to say it. I'm, I'm included. He didn't increase our stuff, and our bank accounts are, 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 are doing pretty well, some of us. And I'm not saying, well, at least they're not all zeros. If you got $10 in the bank, you're blessed. But what I'm saying is we didn't allow the stuff that we thought was a blessing to us to become an accursed thing. Hmm? Because you wouldn't have none of these things if it wasn't for the Lord. Hmm? And now you don't let these things be a curse to you. Why? Because you feel like you don't need the Lord no more. You don't need to hear the word of God no more. You don't need to come to church. You don't need to pray. You don't need to fast. You don't need to obey God. The only thing you need to do is do what you want to do. I'm just going to say it. This is where we're at today. And the Lord told them in the Old Testament, the Old Testament is for our admonition and our learning. Hmm? Oh, Lord, have mercy. Huh? And so we can look at this and admonish the people of God. Don't get caught in the accursed thing. If God tell you, oh, Lord, hallelujah. If the Lord tell you, Hey, be a blessing and don't take none of the stuff. Don't take it. I don't care how good the stuff look. I don't care how much of the stuff it is. If the Lord tell you don't take none of it, don't take none of it. It's just that simple. But look what happened here. I'm at verse, uh, I'm at chapter seven, Joshua chapter seven, verse number 13. Uh, uh, well, I'm going to go down to 14. I'm going to jump down to 14, Joshua 7 and 14. In the morning, therefore, you shall be brought according to your tribes. He tells them he wants them all to come and come back together. And it shall be that the tribe which the Lord take it shall come according to the families thereof. And the family which the Lord shall take shall come by the households and the households which the Lord shall take shall come man by man and it shall be that he that is taken with the accursed thing shall be burnt with fire and all that he had because he had transgressed the covenant of the Lord and because he had wrought folly in Israel. So Joshua rose up early that morning hmm, and brought the Israelites out by their tribes. Hmm? And he took the family of the Zarhites. Hmm? He took the family of Zarhites 
and brought them before the family of Judah. And he, oh Lord, man by man. And Zabda was taken. Look at this. Zabda was taken. And he brought his household man by man. And Achan, the son of Carmi, the son of Zabdi, the son of Zerah of the tribe of Judah was taken. And Joshua said unto Achan, let's take a look here. Joshua said to Achan, my son, give, I pray thee, the glory to the Lord God of Israel and make confession unto him. We struggle with repentance. We struggle with admitting that it wasn't everybody else. It was me that took the stuff. <laughs> oh, glory. Oh, I got to get out of here. I hope I'm helping somebody today. It was not them that I was running with. It was me that took the stuff. Oh, Lord. If we can just come clean, praise God. Hmm? David said, create in me, oh God, a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me. This is what David said. But now we go to Joshua. Uh, seven and 19. And Joshua said unto Achan, my son, I pray thee glory to the Lord God of Israel. He said, my son, give, I pray thee the glory of the Lord God of Israel and make confession unto him and tell me now that thou has done what thou has done. Tell me now what thou has done and hide it not from me. Hmm? Light and darkness. When we doing things behind the scene and we haven't told our leaders and pastors about it, we just like Aiken. Oh Lord. I, so I, I, you know, I'm just, I'm just a messenger. I'm just delivering the message today. When I studied this, you know, it come to the, it come to the, uh, uh, you know, come to the man of God first. It came to me first. When you doing stuff and you feel like you don't need to tell the pastor and acknowledge the Lord and acknowledge those in leadership that you under, you on your own. Oh Lord, let me get out of here. And then when the problem arise, then now you want to run to the pastor or the bishop and you want to run to the leaders and try to act as if they know what you was doing. They didn't know you was doing this stuff. <laughs> Let me get out of here. I got to go. I got to get out of here. They didn't even know you was involved with backbiting. Hmm? They didn't even know you was tied up in the lie. Let me get out of here. But now the messing kicked off. Now you want the pastor or the leaders to fix it when they ain't know nothing about it until they found out there was sin in the camp. They went before the Lord early in the morning and the Lord said, get all the people together. And the pastor said, oh, oh, what, what? Lord, what mean is this? Get all the people together. What's going on now? And the Lord showed it to the leader that this one and that one then messed up and they didn't partake of the cursed thing. Y'all think the Lord don't still deal with these leaders, but I'm here to tell you. The pastor know what you're doing. He giving you time to repent. Oh, let me get out of here. You think the pastor don't know, but the pastor do know. I'm here to tell you the pastor know exactly what you're doing because the Lord is not going to have the seer blind. Let me get out of here. And if you didn't know, the pastor of the church is the seer of the church. Let me, let me get out of here. Let me, let me get here. I got to get to this point and get out of here. I hope I'm trying to close this out, but we're never defeated. God is never defeated. Hmm? They were only defeated because of their own Oh, Lord, unwillingness to come clean. But God will never be defeated and neither will his people be defeated when they walk according to his command. And I want to make sure I make that clear today because that's where I want to end up in this part four, because some people probably said, well, I've seen plenty of times in the Bible where people were defeated. They were defeated because they were disobedient. But when you are obeying God's command, you will never be defeated. Let me, let me, let me, uh, let me uh, finish this. I got to finish this. I'm telling you, he told Peter, I will give you the keys to the kingdom and what you bind on earth, 
he gonna bind in heaven what he loose on earth gonna be loosed in heaven to me that sound like never defeated but let, let me let the, he was the apostle to the church hmm? and paul was the apostle to the gentile and those 12 apostles well even though it looked like they were slain and martyred they still wasn't defeated because oh lord have mercy god had them in his hands and so i want to let you know saints no matter what you're going through be encouraged you never defeated let's go to verse um number 19 we're we're coming to our climax now we're coming to a close we're closing now so we'll probably be another 10 12 minutes and we're closing stay with me don't go nowhere because we got got more for you in these 12 minutes look at this and joshua said unto Achan, my son hmm? He says, I pray thee, uh, he said, my son, give, I pray thee, the glory to the Lord God of Israel and make confession unto him and tell me now what thou hast done and hide it not from me. And Achan answered Joshua and said, indeed, I have sinned against the Lord God of Israel. And thus and thus have I done. Now, he had time to tell Joshua, but he waited until the Lord told Joshua, and then the Lord had to use Joshua to call him out. Don't wait until, oh, Lord, have mercy. Don't wait until the Lord get ready to swing the axe hmm, before you come forward. Look at this now. He says here, thus and thus have I done. And when I saw among the spoils a goodly Babylonish garment. Mm -hmm. Oh, we love these worldly garments. When I saw a goodly Babylonish, Babylonianish garment and 200 shekels of silver and a wedge of gold and 50 shekels of weight, shekels of weight, I coveted them and took them. And behold, they are hid in the earth in the midst of my tent and the silver under it. Mm -hmm. He buried the stuff. Mm -hmm. Look what happened to him. Let's take a look here. He buried the stuff. So Joshua sent messengers and they ran into the tent. And behold, it was hid in his tent and the silver under it. And they took them out of the midst of the tent and brought them unto Joshua and unto all the children of Israel and laid them out before the Lord. I told him last night, God, see what you're doing in the dark. Hmm? And they had to bring this stuff out of his tent. All the stuff he had buried, all the stuff he had hid and thought he was getting away with, had to bring it out. Hmm? And Joshua and all Israel with him took Achan, the son of Zerah, and the silver, and the garment, and the wedge of gold, and his sons and daughters. I want us to take special note to this. Hmm? And his sons and daughters. Hmm? They took his sons and daughters and his oxen. They took all this stuff. Notice now, he only stole the gold, the silver, and the garments. And this is what sin will do to you. When you take sin in, it contaminates everything. Oh, I got to go. I hope you see this revelation in this parallel in the scripture. His oxen, his asses, everything had got messed up because he took that gold and took that wedges of gold and silver and buried it in his tent and his garments. This is what I looked at. And his asses and his sheep and his tent, even his tent. Now, what the tent had to do with it? He just put the stuff under there. And some people would be like, well, this ain't no need to take the tent. The tent ain't nothing wrong with the tent. God wanted all of it it got rid of. Look at this. And all that he had, and they brought them unto the valley of Achor. 
And Joshua said, why hast thou troubled us? The Lord shall trouble thee this day. And all Israel stoned him with stones and burned them with fire. Mm. After they had stoned them with stones. Mm. And some people say, what did my family have to do with it? My children ain't done that. Hmm. It's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of a living God. You can try to make sense out of it if you want to. But when you be disobedient, you risking a lot of things. Even the things that's valuable to you that didn't have nothing to do with it. God said, bring it all out here now. Hmm? And look at this. There's hope for you, though. Look at this. And he says, and they stoned him with stones. And they raised him over a great heap of stones unto this day. So the Lord turned from the fierceness of his anger. Wherefore, the name of that place was called the Valley of Acre unto this day. And I want you to read in your study time. I got to close. God sends them back to the city Ai. And they destroy Ai. And this is what I want to say to the people of God. In the beginning of this teaching session, stuff you didn't struggle with before, huh? In your early part of uh, receiving salvation and being saved, you didn't struggle with, you know, strife, envy, malice. You know, you didn't struggle with uh, other folk things, praise God. But now that we didn't been saved in the Lord a while, these struggles still are uh, evident to continue to persistently attack and be against the people of God. And therefore we must continue to mortify the deeds in this flesh. And so it's very, very important that we obey God hmm? and not take our own uh, counsel that can be against us. Be not wise in your own conceit but we need to understand what the will of the Lord is for us. And it's to, for us to prosper and be in health, even as our soul would prosper. And anytime you're trying to prosper without God, there's another struggle as a believer. I'm telling you as a believer, if you're trying to prosper and get ahead without God, you can look at yourself as being aching because you are lie you will cheat, you will steal, and you will hide stuff just to get ahead. But in Christ Jesus, you're never defeated. You may not have any gold. You may not have any money in your bank account. Yeah? You may not have all these riches and all this, you know, goodly stuff. And then you may have it. I'm not saying to be godly, you got to be broke. I just want you to understand me. We must obey the will of God above all else. Whether we prosper or don't prosper, obedience is better than sacrifice. To hearken than the fat of the ram. Obey God, people of God. And so that's that's the word I had for you today. Uh, you're never defeated in Christ Jesus. I don't care uh, what takes place in your life and what goes wrong. You're never defeated because Christ has given us the victory. Now, we went to 1 Corinthians 15, 54 uh, through 57, and we already know what that say. You can reference that in your in your hearing but uh, or in your own reading. But I, I'd like to go ahead and get it. Uh, but I want to uh, take you to one final scripture as we close out. Let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse number 8. 2 Corinthians 1 and 8. He says, for we would not, brethren, have you ignorant of the trouble which came unto us in Asia? This is what Paul says, that we were pressed out of measure, above strength so much, we despaired even our life. But we had the sentence of death in our lives, that we should not trust in ourselves. Look at this, Paul said, we shouldn't trust in ourselves, but in God which raised the dead, who delivered us from so great a death. Hmm? 
You might be in a struggle, but God delivered you from death, according to Romans 7 and 24. But thanks be unto God, which giveth us a victory. Huh? Who shall deliver us from the body of this death? I mean, 1 Corinthians 15, 54 uh, through 57. But Romans 7 and 24 says, O wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? He said, I thank God with my mind. I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh, the law of sin. You're never defeated unless you're walking in your flesh. Hmm? Look at this. Who delivered us from so great a death. First, uh, Second Corinthians 1 and 10. Who delivered us from so great a death and do a deliver in whom we trust that he will yet deliver us. I'm letting you know God is yet will deliver you. Hmm? Yet also helping together by prayer for us, for that the gift be bestowed upon us by the means of many persons. Thanks may be given by many on our behalf. Praise God. And so uh, God uh, is to be thanked on our behalf that he has granted us deliverance and he's also helped us to be victorious. And so I want to say to you as a people of God, uh, you have victory through Christ Jesus, but you are never defeated even when you feel defeated. Sometimes we feel helpless. Sometimes we feel depleted, but we have no strength. We have no might. Huh? For the joy of the Lord is your strength. I want to let you know, my friend, that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Be encouraged. I'm going to go to our final scripture. And I want to go to our final scripture. Romans chapter 8. I'm going to go to our final scripture. Romans 8 and 1. Therefore now, uh, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. In Christ Jesus, we're never defeated. There is no condemnation huh? to them which are in. The key is in Christ Jesus. You're never defeated. That's the key. Even though you save and got struggles, you're never defeated in Christ Jesus because we take our struggles to the Lord. The Bible said in Matthew 11, 25, he said, come unto 11, 23 to 25 there, somewhere in the 11th chapter of uh, Matthew there. He said, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Hmm? So we have a place that we can go hmm, to the Lord with our struggle. Hmm? So we're never defeated. We can go to God in prayer. But he says here in Romans 8 and 1, therefore now, uh, therefore now, uh, there, uh, there is therefore now no condemnation. We're talking about right now. Therefore, uh, believers, saints, becoming saints, therefore now, now mean in the present, hmm? there is therefore now no condemnation. Huh? To them which are in Christ Jesus, what? Who walk not after the flesh? Hmm? If you don't walk in your flesh, there's no condemnation. But every time we walk in our flesh, we'll be condemned. We will be defeated. Just like Achan was. Hmm? Just like Joshua was with AI. Hmm? Even as a group of people, we got to make sure we align ourselves with people that are living holy and walking right before the Lord. Otherwise we can become just like Joshua and Judah and Israel, just like Achan with AI. Immoral behavior can stop progress. Immoral, immoral behavior can stop spiritual progress. And I'm talking about on a national level, as a body, as a church, as an organization, when there's sin in the camp, it can stop progress. 
And we must be mindful of Joshua chapter seven, that if we're not moving forward and we're talking about the next move, there will be no move if there's no obedience. Praise God. And people trying to get to the next level, people waiting for the next move of God, but there must be obedience intertwined with it because faith and obedience goes together. And these are all the things that we deal with in the Christian struggle. But even though we struggle with these things, we're never defeated in Christ Jesus. And so I hope I've said something to encourage you, but I wanted to let you know who walk not after flesh, but after spirit for the law of the spirit of life in Christ has made me free from the law of sin and death. And for what the law could not do and that it was weak through the flesh, God sent his own son in the likeness uh, of sinful flesh and for sin, he condemned sin in the flesh that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Hmm? For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. If you mind fleshly things, you're going to be defeated. But for they uh, that after the spirit, mind the things of the spirit, you'll never be defeated. For to be carnally minded is death. Achan, he died because he was carnal. Hmm? The law was spiritual, but his flesh and his mind was carnal. Hmm? He says, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. And so as long as you have a spiritual mind to serve and obey God, saints, you're never defeated. I hope I did uh, an adequate job in teaching this series today. And we'll be going into some other things after the convention. Uh, due to our convention, we want to announce to the people of God that we'll, we'll not be broadcasting uh, on the Faith in God in that TV broadcast during the week of convention. But we do want you to uh, tune in uh, on the week of the 16th uh, through, uh, the 23rd. And so if you will, uh, we'll be back on the 16th of August, uh, through the week of the 23rd. And so we'll be back broadcasting then. So if you don't, um, see us on the broadcast, you can always go over some of these other lesson plans that's been taught until we get back, uh, on the air live. And so we want to let you know, in case you don't hear from us next week, because uh, we'll be uh, headed to the general convention on Sunday if the Lord's willing. But we look to be back here if the Lord's will. Uh, or if the Lord said the same, we look to be back here if the Lord's willing to be with you on the Faith in God Internet TV broadcast. And so we want to say, uh, we want to leave it right there and let you know that we love you. Um, and there will be Bible class at the church on Thursday for those that looking for announcements. Uh, I heard that there will be Bible class. Uh, I believe they mentioned that last night. And so uh, we ask that you would uh, gather those announcements for uh, those that's a part of the church. Um, Bishop wants all of us to uh, support the family fellowship, which is the third Saturday in August. And so he's looking for the support of the saints of Pentecostal power Milwaukee uh, to be in that fellowship if the Lord's willing. And so if you have not taken care of your responsibility, please see uh, evangelist George or missionary Hardaway. And so those are the announcement that we want to put out there. And uh, the new announcements, uh, pastor want to remind all saints. Um, and this is just a precautionary uh, announcement uh, for our church locally, uh, that all uh, believers, when you come into the sanctuary, uh, please have your mask on and up covering your nose and your mouth. And I know it's kind of uh, elementary that I got to break it down like that because some people come in, it's under their chin. We ain't wearing the mask to protect our chin. So I just, I don't want to be, you know, let me get off of here because <laughs> Lord have mercy. We don't need the mask on your chin. Let me just say it. We need the mask over your nose and your mouth. Praise the Lord because COVID is a problem and we need to look out for one another. And so, uh, I want to say it nice, but ain't no nice way to say it when you ain't obeying what's been asked of you. So please be obedient. Put your mask on. And if you ain't got none, then I can't get none if you're wearing your mask. All right? 
And then if I get COVID any other way, then, you know, then God's, you know, have to cover me from that point. But let's let us do what we can to look out for one another as believers. Okay. And so there you have it. I'm your host, Elder Gregory Newsom with the Faith in God Internet TV. Until next time, may God bless you in Jesus name.